0: Yo fam, welcome to Let's Go with Nick Pags. This series is intended to empower you to break through your self-limiting beliefs and step into your personal power. You're the only one in your way, so if you're ready to step up and out, this is your show. Let's go. Oh man, I am beaming. I'm beaming right now. I was just listening back to this podcast, this experience I had today. Today is the Mother's Day special. I, I am at a loss for words, which never happens to me. I had the honor of having my own mother on the podcast today. When I created this podcast, the purpose was to motivate, inspire, invigorate people's spirits, and offer value. And no one defines that more than my mother. My mom is not like me in that she does not like a microphone, she does not like to be on stage, she just prefers to kind of sit in the background, and I had a beautiful lesson in powerful requests today, because I simply just asked her twice, I said, Ma, would you be willing to go on the podcast? And she listens to the podcast, so she knows what it's about, and the first time was just a look of, like, you gotta be kidding me. And then the second time when I asked her, you could tell that it kind of registered, and... Um, and it sunk in a bit. And the next morning on Mother's Day, she woke up and she's like, okay, when are we doing the podcast? And she was in. And I, I was overjoyed because I knew the power of the words she was about to, to offer because I grew up around it. Something I've been really blessed with throughout my career and really my life is that um, I've had many people come up to me and say, man, your mom and dad did a really good job. And there's no better Compliment to me than hearing that that like I was raised the right way and um, that is such a treat and and it's because my parents are such good people so to have my mom sit with me for a half hour this talk about a power half hour oh my goodness I I want to listen to it a thousand times it's a tr- it's I truly will treasure this half hour and that it's going to be available to everybody is so special to me so. Um, please enjoy this humble, powerful, beautiful superhero of a woman. And I say all of those things with the most authenticity I can offer. She is, she is truly my hero. She is the most special woman in my life, and she always will be. Uh, I invite you to be open in your mind, in your spirit, and in your heart as you listen to this. And if you are... I promise you, you will have some incredible, incredible pieces of wisdom and knowledge to walk away with. So a huge thank you to my mom, Jannie, for, for being a part of this episode, for making this episode. This, this is perhaps going to be the most special episode that I put out. So thank you all so much for being a part of it. I'm so grateful and humbled that you are here listening to this and enjoy this as much as I did. Thanks for listening. I'm so happy because we're doing a podcast with my mom! Woo! Welcome to Let's
1: Go, Janny. Thank you. I I listen to your podcasts all the time, and I can't believe I'm sitting here taking part in one of your podcasts.
0: So we're all really blessed right now because Janny does not like to do stuff like this. Not at all. (laughs) and it's Mother's Day, and she's taking the time to do this because I believe that this could be something really special for mommies all over the world, so it's super important, and for regular people who aren't mommies. Okay, so we are on a time limit, folks. We are going to a graduation on Mother's Day, so we're going to keep it speedy. Jenny, let's just jump into it because I don't know how to do an intro for you because I know you too well. Um, so I just think we should start with what mommy being a mommy means to you. First of all, she's rated the best mother in the entire world. She's been given that honor.
1: Right. According, according to Nick, mm-hmm.
0: yes. So um, as said mother, the best mother in the world, What is what is it to be a mother? What does that mean?
1: Well... I think it is an honor, first and foremost, to be able to bring children into the world and impact the way they think, impact the kind of person they're going to become. So I take it very seriously, as so many people do, Um, but it is an honor to be responsible for bringing a life into this world. And then it's also a great responsibility, uh, to do the best job you can because you're creating the future, uh, of our world. So it's a job that needs to be taken very seriously, um, and it's something that should be done with great passion, um, and then I think it all falls into line, but, uh, it's my favorite thing that I have in my life is uh, my family and my children.
0: The coolest part of that is you saying, like, uh, one of the things that seems to be a recurring theme on this show is trust the process. And that, like you said, and everything falls into line. That's one thing that I've always admired about both my parents. But certainly, Janie has always just kind of like, she stands by, do the right thing. Always do the right thing, right? Mm-hmm and just be a good kid, and the rest will fall in place, no matter what it is, and that's like not circumstantial, that was, that's something that still, because I support a lot of people in um, discussions, and podcasts, and motivation, and all that, and it always comes back to that point, which is just like, do the right thing, be a good person, and even the right thing, I think is hard to figure out sometimes, but be a good person, and the rest will fall in place. But it's, it's interesting
1: because being a parent gives you an opportunity to almost relive your own childhood. Um, it makes you look at things, again, for a second time, but you do it with a mature mind. But you look at a dandelion in the ground as an annoying weed in your lawn until your little child picks it and runs over and hands it to you and says, look what I got for you, mom. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you look at this dandelion in a very different way. Um, But I, I feel that that's one of the gifts you get as a parent is being able to see everything through the eyes of a child And you do it with greater appreciation than you did your first time growing up yourself because you weren't wise enough to appreciate how wonderful and beautiful and innocent uh, things are. So you get to do it again. And that I think that's one of the things that I marveled about. I didn't anticipate that when I became a mom. But it's one of the gifts that you get, uh, seeing everything... For a second time, kind of cool.
0: Um, how do you how do you figure out how much to let us like how much did you, I know you let me mess up a good amount or maybe I did that, <laughs> but like where is the balance? That's always been an interesting thing for me with mommies and daddies. Like, how do you let your kids? I even do it with like people I've been a uh, boss for. How do you let them mess up so they figure their own stuff out? Or do you just stop them before because you do have that wisdom? You're saying, like, you get to do it again. Right. So
1: I think, um, I don't think there's a better teacher than experience. Right. So sometimes you have to let your kids fail because if they never experience failure, they don't understand success. So you ride that line of not. Obviously not wanting them to fail to a point where it's going to affect them negatively for the rest of their lives. But at the same time, you have to fail. You have to fail. It's how you, it's what builds character. It's what makes you um, succeed is because you tasted what it was like, you know, to not do something right. And then now you're like, okay, well, I'm never going to do that again. And so you want your kids to fail. I would always say, and I know people looked at me like I was crazy, I love when my kids fail because I can't teach you that. I can't teach you what that feels like. I can't. I can teach you what it feels like to um, to try hard because I encourage you or I'll say, no, 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 you're not, not going out to play, you're not going to this game unless your homework's done or whatever. But that's just guidance. But... The real teacher in life is experience. Good and bad, you learn from everything you do in life.
0: So, That's I, crazy that you're saying that because it's like, <laughs> it's something I always talk about is like, I, I think I'm a little crazy, but I love to mess up and fail. And I think a lot of successful people talk about that. Like, they will learn from their failures. But <laughs> hearing you say that, like, I love when my kids fail. It's making a lot more sense why I sit on this podcast often and go, I love when I screw up. But I guess I was raised with the love for Like, I watched you love when I screw up. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even notice that until you said that. Yeah,
1: but I mean, I I don't wait for it. It's not like I wake up to it and say, oh, I can't wait to see how my kids mess up. I'm saying when the opportunity comes where they mess up, not that I've encouraged them to mess up, but where something happens in school or something happens... Uh, on the field, or something happens with you know within the relationships, and they mess up, um, it's okay because it's a great opportunity to teach. And again, you never want their mess up to be that catastrophic that is going to affect the rest of their life or their health or something. But I'm saying these these little milestones, these little hurdles, these little things that everybody has to encounter. So many. People try to save their kids from, from failing and, and, and stand in front of the kid to, to be the, the roadblock that won't let them do it. And I say there's there's so much to be learned. And life is not easy. It's just not easy. And you need to learn to be resilient. One of the, one of the greatest mommy tips that I ever got was uh, from a friend... Many, many years ago, before I had children, and she said, You have to allow your children to be frustrated because if they're never frustrated, they'll never build tolerance. Mm -hmm. And I thought, That is so profound, but it's so true. You know, a kid, a little child trying to pick something up with their little fingers and they can't do it and they get frustrated, but the frustration is what gives them the will to kind of conquer it. And so I've used that. I've kept that in my mind that you have to allow a person to be frustrated and not be able to accomplish something, not be able to make it happen because then they build tolerance. They understand how to keep trying or they understand how to be tolerant of other people or other situations or whatever. So hats off to Karen Moretti.
0: Yay, Karen Moretti. We'll send it to her. Um you were saying that the uh, some, some of the things that happen is that there has to be like that failure to know what success is that what a that is such a cool line
1: huh. but that's not a, that's nothing new that's you know totally it's... but
0: i didn't i see it as like yeah failures help you to like in order to succeed you've got to go through some things but like what it, uh, you said it allows you to see and feel what success is mm-hmm. without failing you cannot have that Now, last night we had my dad's birthday and um, we went out to dinner and one of the things that he said when he was thanking everybody on behalf of my mom, which I know she agrees with, is that to some level they've succeeded as parents because they're really proud of their kids. And with that being the case and with what you just said, there must have been failures or things that really challenged you, some type of failure in the parenting process can you think of like any of those times that made? I mean, it made us pretty awesome kids. I mean, shout out to us! You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, but for those of you who don't know, I have three siblings. At three, three, we call them three and a half. Aarón is like my sibling as well. Uh, my older brother, I put him in that space. So there's like five of us, and you've raised awesome kids. That's a success. Mm-hmm. Is there something that has kicked your butt a failure? That's like as a parent or maybe not i don't know that defined being able to create that success
1: yeah i think i think parenting is a great exercise in self evaluation so i looked at myself the things that i didn't like about myself the failures that i had in my life and then thought to myself how do i how do i guide my kids so that those failures of mine are not repeated because I have, you know, frustrations and things from, you know, from my life growing up that I wasn't happy with. And so I use those. That's my feeder. That's the thing that helps me um, say, how can I make this better? um and so that, that's kind of what guided me. And every parent has failures like, ooh, you know, I didn't handle that the best or gosh, I wish that I would have done that. But what I will say that has been great um, solace for myself is always saying to my kids, I am not perfect mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I make mistakes and i may misjudge you on something or um you know make a bad call or lose my temper or something like that but i always would say to you guys i am not perfect so don't expect that i'm gonna always make the right decision or whatever i've never been a mom before in my life you know So that's crazy learning. to me i was
0: talking to someone about that the other day that humility as a parent gives so gives you so much validity and power from the perspective of like the kid because because she said that and she often said that like I don't know everything I don't I'm not always right and you would think that that would make me be, feel like as the kid see I knew I was right on the contrary I was like oh shit like she's even right about not being right <laughs> and, I mean really it was like a twisted game where I just am realizing at 26, and this is probably a little scary that took me this long, that like my parents don't have the answers to everything Mm. because I always looked at you and dad as like, wow, if I can't get out of this pickle, my last resort, like I know it's going to be okay because I can just call mom and dad. Like I'll figure this out on my own. I'm going to do this. But just in case, like mom and dad have the answer, they'll figure it out. And I'm just realizing that (laughs) for 26 years of raising me they had no freaking idea they were you were figuring it out as you went you learned as you go and that's crazy to me that you can raise a human being on with no certification with no uh testing with no like you get to pass this so now you're allowed to raise a kid it's just you can do it and then you gotta figure it out and that's scary in a lot of ways but also awesome because Pressure makes diamonds. Mm -hmm. Like, that kid is in your arms. What do I do now? Right. And for a lot of people listening on this podcast, they're not mommies. Some Mm -hmm. of them are. But that applies to real life, I think. Mm -hmm. Which is like, dude, you've been handed this thing. Figure it out. And you don't need to cert. You don't need to go ahead from your boss. You know, Just go do it. Like, figure it out. And give it 100%. Which I also think is where people really struggle. Really giving it 100%. Um,
1: And I will say that, I always think about parenting as the easiest thing you can ever do in your life and the hardest thing that you can do in your life. And the easiest because Hmm. if you just live your life as a morally sound and good person, a kind person, then raising people to be the same is fairly simple because you're the mama duck or you're the daddy duck and these little ducklings are just going to follow you because that's what little people do they just follow the leader so if you if you think to yourself it's a great parenthood is a great exercise in self-evaluation you think to yourself I can't say that anymore because I have little people yeah. watching me. You are just every moment that those children are awake and watching you, you are a role model. You are what they're following. So you have to check yourself and you have to reevaluate maybe bad habits or things ways that you did things because you are teaching. But if you just kind of settle in and and just think about being a good, just a good, solid person, then the job is easy because they're following you. And then, obviously, the difficult things along the way are what life throws at you, not what you give life, but what life throws at you. That's where the obstacles, that's where the difficulty comes in. But I think raising children is as basic as anything You could ever do. And, but I also believe, and this is like, and I want to get this point in because I know we don't have that much time left, that it starts from the minute they open their eyes. And that's what I figured out at a very young age. And I was, I don't know how, if someone said it or if I'd figured it out, but that. That it starts good parenting starts from the minute they open their eyes, and you never have time off from being a good parent. You have to just make it your sacrifice in life that you're going to say, I now have these children, they're my obligation, and I want to do the best job I can. And those foundation, those building blocks, those that cement foundation that you lay from the minute they come into this world is going to serve them for the rest of their lives and that's what I say to like new moms you know people who you know are having their first babies and stuff and they're like oh I'm so excited and I'll say if I can give you any advice it's that the hard work starts immediately because those early years build the foundation and um Yeah, I think that's, you got to keep it in mind and you just never, you never lighten up. You just keep going. You get on that train and you just keep consistent. And and what, and like
0: with that, it just keeps going. And you're saying you're literally on every second that Mm -hmm. the kids are alive or awake or moving and paying attention or not paying attention, like you're on. And let me give you just the, 30-second version of what could we could take an hour talking about, all the things that Jannie does. She now has, is it a full-time job or a part-time job? It's part-time. Part-time job working at a school with kids.
1: Right, the director of an after-school program.
0: Director of an after-school program. She may, I, I grew up as a Girl Scout. I've talked about this before. Uh, she, like, runs Girl Scouts. But, like, let's just leave it at that. You kind of run Girl Scouts. What is it, do you have like a, I mean, you're a volunteer technically, but do you have a title with Girl Scouts?
1: Well, uh, I w- was a uh, service student manager, so I ran the community for eight years, but I've been a Girl Scout leader for 24.
0: 24 years as a Girl Scout leader, most of the time with two troops at the same time. Yeah, I've always. And, and doing, which is a wild commitment. She's a choreographer, she's the on the board of my grandmother's theater company and is a choreographer for, like, two shows a year, mm-hmm. which is, if you've never... If you don't understand that realm, it's eight-hour days, nine-hour days of sitting at home creating choreography for shows when you do it professionally like she does. not She's not a professional right now, but she does it in a professional manner. Um, so And then does 1800... We call her, like, the, the uh, volunteer addict. She doesn't know how to stop. She's doing... Tons of things, often with no payback other than just like watching people enjoy the experience. Most of the things she does, she doesn't get paid for. So for people, again, watching this show, it's often a space of how do I keep going? How do I drive myself forward? How do I do all that? And the biggest excuse people have is like, I don't have time. And then you're saying you come home and you got to turn on and be a parent. And you did that for 20 years, 25 years, 26 years. So what is it that keeps you going out. I'm sure there are multiple things. But.
1: Um, because in uh, in Girl Scouts, the one of the mottos is to make the world a better place, and I and I really think that if everybody just does a little bit um, to make the world a better place in whatever way it is, you know, then the world would be a better place. So I felt. I felt very strongly that I was lucky enough to be able to stay home with you guys mm-hmm. um, for the years that you were growing up. And it is, it's is—it's a gift, and I am eternally grateful for that. And there are many, many, many um, families who cannot do that. Yeah. They cannot keep a mom home. And so my m- my way of thinking is, For those moms that have to get out the door in the morning and they have to make that money to pay their expenses, that um, it's the obligation of the moms that don't have to do that to get into the schools and work in the lunchroom, work in the library. Or dads. Or dads, exactly. And, um, And to be the forces in the community that help make the world a better place because there are a lot of parents... Who have to work, and if they didn't, they'd probably want to do exactly what I was doing: was get out there and get their hands in the community and help out. So uh, I felt very strongly about that, and I feel like any day I participated um, in, you know, whatever volunteer work I did, I did it with myself and with these other parents, and you know, in my mind, who just couldn't couldn't do it because they they needed to you know, be able to support their families. So that's kind of where where it started, and I think that's why a lot of people do it, is they know that everybody doesn't have time or they just can't do it. They have limitations at home. There's reasons why they can't. So all the more reason why others who can should get out there and do it.
0: What's... I know we're running out of time. Um, what's the best lesson... Wow, that's a great question. What's the greatest lesson you've learned from your kids? Ooh. What's the greatest lesson you learned from your kids? This is fun.
1: See, you should have told me that one before we went on the air here, Nick, (laughs) Um, because that one needs some time. So, with the greatest lesson I learned from my kids, I guess I would say being there, like being present. Um, I've learned that that's so necessary. And they, you all made me that way because there were four of you and I knew uh, I could see that it was important to you guys to be there in any little way I could, little or big way. Um, Maybe it was because you were depending on me or maybe it was just because my eyes on you or my acknowledgement of what you were doing was important to you. And so it became important to me. So I've learned that in life that there's no better gift you can give anybody than your time, and and I think my kids taught me that, um, and so I that's I try to do that I, with friends, um, with volunteering. is just give someone your time, and you know it's it's. It's more powerful than the almighty dollar for sure.
0: It's like the most awesome thing to hear ever because I have said a gazillion times on this show just presence is like the most important thing that for anything ever. You want like success, you want money, you want friends, you want family, you want good relationships, you want to learn, you want to grow. I, in my 26 years of trying to figure this world out in a lot of ways, the one thing that just keeps coming back to is like presence, being present. And I've been pushing that because I felt like it was right. And now hearing you say it is like, it's so damn right. It's so damn right. Just be present. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that means getting off your phone. Sometimes it means getting on your phone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it means calling someone or going and sitting and just like being in someone's space. There's no perfect version of presence. It can look or feel any way. But presence is wildly important to create anything you want.
1: Right. And I, I, I want to say one thing because then I'm going to say goodbye. Um, because it wouldn't be fair for me to, especially on Mother's Day, to not acknowledge my own mom and my own dad. When I think um, about like my childhood and growing up, and the simplest little thing, and you know what I'm going to say probably, that my parents always said from the time we, I was, we were so little, my sisters and I, they would always say, you're a good kid. You're a good kid. And I never realized the impact of that until I got older. And my whole life, I've always felt like I'm a good kid. And it was the positivity in the simplest way, right? That's not monumental. But to put your hand on your kid's back and just say, you're a good kid do it consistently throughout their life they grow up it's self-fulfilling prophecy they grow up believing they're a good kid and when you feel like you're a good kid you do good things so i just want to say that
0: to my mom and dad. And she's here we have the generations here yeah she's like in the other room um and we have to go she's giving she's giving me the cutoff sign (laughs) because we have to go (laughs) we got to go to a graduation. graduation well wow I'm holding back tears because I'm so happy that I always said that my gift is that I get to just give to the world what my mom and dad taught me, which is just like all the things that you're hearing right now. And it's the very, very tip of the iceberg. Uh, And I feel like I cheated the world in a lot of ways because I grew up with what you're hearing right now. And if you're listening to this, you're probably like, holy shit, she's awesome. And I got to live with that every day. And now as I go through work, people always say, I mean, I, and I'm so honored by that, you, you're doing great. I mean, I got to meet your mom. It's the thing that always comes <laughs> up. And um, and it just, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. Well, thanks, Nick. I love and my happy mom. Happy Mother's Day happy to Mother's any Day. moms
1: out there and any future moms out mm-hmm. there. Happy Mother's Day.
0: Let's go. thanks for watching, listening. See you all next time.
1: Okay,
0: we got to go. Let's go. Yo, fam, I want to acknowledge you today for taking leaps and bounds towards a more epic life. Your support and attention is so greatly appreciated, and I never take it for granted. Thank you so much for listening. I would love if you would continue to be a part of the Nick Pags Fit fam, so make sure you hit that subscribe button, and I'll see you all on the next episode.